Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, and welcome to another episode of the Innocence Redeemed podcast. I'm your host, Ray Bergman, and the topic of today's show is going to be, Are You Tired? Many of you um, probably heard by now Glenda's podcast about, you know, Satan's attacks on us, and indeed, um, they are getting relentless. They're getting ridiculous. I mean, I've even looked around at the comments And people are saying, you know, I'm isolated, I'm just tired, I've had medical ailments, I've had this, I've had that, or it's a financial attack. You know, I'll tell you a little story about me. Um, We had AC people come out, um, because, you know, I live in Arizona, and uh, we get, it gets really hot here in the summer. And right now, you know, thankfully I had my window open all night, and it's been in the 60s at night, so it lets in the cool air so that the house stays relatively cool half the day. But um, it's starting to warm up in the afternoon. And we had AC people come out to service our air conditioner. And um, they uh, found a leak because my dog had been peeing on the unit itself. And it created a hole in it. And they said that they had never seen that before. And we're going to try to see if they could get it covered under the warranty. Because the system's only three or four years old. So it's still technically under warranty. But... um. That aside, they still haven't gotten the part in, and I don't know when they will, and (laughs) it's going to be getting into the 90s, and I've been frustrated about that. And the reason I even got involved in the whole thing was because initially my brother, who's older than me, he was, um, it sounded like they were originally taking advantage of him. And, uh, you know, I can't can't deal with that. When I see somebody getting screwed over, I got to step in. I mean, I've always looked out for friends. I've always looked out for my family. Um, it gets to the point, it gets fatiguing, but in this case I stepped in and it was wearing me out. That's not what was going on, but they said, you're, they showed me the leak and they said, you're going to have to get some kind of fence to put around this. And I'm like, where am I going to get the money for this? I already paid him for half the coolant the last time before we knew there was a leak and we're still waiting for that part. And it's been almost a week now and it's starting to warm up again. It's been in the seventies the last few days, but now it's starting to warm up. It's like, all right, this, you know, this needs to get solved. And in between that, I've been trying to ask the Lord for strength and direction as to what he needs me to give to you guys. You know, I, I, I want to help you guys. I want to give you guys spiritual food that you can use. But when all of these things are hitting me and I'm being discouraged, it's very difficult to sometimes hear him when I'm agitated or upset. And let's face it, you know, everybody can sit there and say, well, oh, you should have peace in the Lord and you shouldn't get upset. Well, I'm sorry to say, but as a human, you're going to get upset. You know, it's inevitable. But all these things, they're attacks. And on top of that, you know, like I've said before, I live a pretty solitude life. I don't have more. I only have like two friends. I only have Glinda and uh, my friend Tom. And, uh, you know, they're going through their own. They're getting attacked as well at the to- at this time. You know, it has not been easy. There's been a lack of focus. There's just been an endless fatigue. And if it's not at one of those, then there's aggravations coming from just there's all kinds of things that are just stepping up that are, you know, it's like bam, 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 one thing after another. And it's like enough already enough. And so really this whole week, guys, you know, I've been just kind of sitting here being still and waiting on the Lord because I've been asking him for strength and I've been asking him for a message to uh, be able to give to you guys. Because I know that if I'm going through these things and if Glenda's going through them and if Tom's experienced them and others are experiencing, then I know that, you guys got to be going through them as well. And 
uh, like I said, I was going through the comments on YouTube when I saw um, Glenda's message, and I noticed that others were. And so what does all this have in common? It's wearing us down. And, you know, I was even speaking to Glenda about this the other day, and she said, do you think it's the wearing down? And I said, well, it might be, but it's, if it were just what was happening in our country or around the world, you could say that it might be the Antichrist behind the scenes pulling the strings, and that is likely um, in the process. However, this is different because this is spiritual, okay? Because we have the, we have the authority in Jesus Christ to stand against these attacks. We do. But, you know, I know how it is. Sometimes you just get so tired of being hammered that, you know, you don't even have the strength. You know, I've talked before when I've done um, podcasts on decrees and when I've done podcasts on prayers. Sometimes you're so tired and worn down that you don't even have the strength to do decrees. I know there's been times I haven't even had the strength to pray, guys. I haven't even had the strength to get really much in the word lately. I'll be honest with you. Because when you're just... When you're up against a wall, I mean, you are just tired. And, you know, so before any self-righteous person comes along and says, oh, well, you should just pray no matter what. Yes, you should. But sometimes that happens. It happens to the best of us. And when you're in ministry, it especially happens because you have a responsibility to feed the sheep. You know, when Jesus was resurrected from the dead, one of the first things he said was, do you love me? If you love me, feed my sheep. And isn't it interesting how we're coming up on Resurrection Sunday, and those of us who are responsible for feeding the sheep are under relentless attacks, distractions, focus, fatigue. Um, Some people are having injuries. Some people are having illnesses. For me, I've just been tired. For me, it's just been this feeling of being endlessly worn down, and I've been asking for strength every day and asking for direction every day. And the Lord continues to reassure me, you'll have it. You'll have it. Don't worry. He he told me last night, or was it the night before? I can't remember. Because I, I was worshiping him all day. I was just so tired. All I could do was worship in my heart. And I, I literally had no strength, guys. I mean, I was so worn down at that point. I'm like, I would like to put a podcast out, but I'm so tired. I don't even know if I'm going to have one because... You know, when I record these, I make mistakes when I talk, and sometimes I got to sit here and edit all that out, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm not feeling it, and I don't even know what to say, because sometimes you're waiting for a revelation on what people are going through. You're praying for it. You're asking for guidance. Like, what do they need? What can I tell your people, Lord? What, what is it that they're needing right now to get through this? And he wouldn't tell me, um, but he said, you'll have it. You will have the podcast, my son. Well, this morning, as I was uh, having my coffee and just watching the sun come up, I uh, started to think, you know what it is? People are just downright tired, because if I'm tired, I know they are tired. And the question of the matter is, how long are we going to take this? How long are we going to go through this? How How long do we have to? You know, we don't have to take this. We don't have to take this lying down. It's a matter of strength. And what is that strength? That is consuming that spiritual bread, consuming that word. And like I said earlier, when you get so worn down, you don't have the strength or or the focus. Because even if you start to read the word, I know this happens to me. I'll be trying to read the word for something I want to release for you guys. And 
my mind is just in a million other things because this is what happens. The enemy will send one thing. He'll send like usually two or three things in a row. So one will stop and one begins. And when that happens, then you're focused more on that. Or in my case, you might be something might come up and you're focused on provision. So then you are wondering how you're going to pay for something or you need to help pay for something because you can't expect the rest of your family to pick it up. And that's not fair to them either. So this is exactly what the enemy does. He wants to discourage us through these attacks. He wants us to essentially throw in the towel and he'll even tempt us to sin. You know, if he knows that you have a weak spot or he'll get us to snap people's heads off. That's, that's something else I've had happen this last week. And I've had to repent. Um, I've gotten so frustrated because I'm so tired where somebody else will bring a problem to me and I just literally bite their head off. I'm like, okay, you know what? I've got too much on my mind. I can't listen to you right now. I'm hearing, you know, I want to put my fingers in my ears and go, la, 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 la. <laughs> you know, it, I'm real, guys. I'm not going to lie to you and say that it's a cakewalk because it's not. Um, you know, we're truly in a spiritual battle right now. And the best thing I can think of that we need to remember is wearing the armor of God. So this morning when um, I was getting revelation on all this, and I'm thankful to God that it finally came through because I didn't think I'd have a podcast this week again, guys. I mean, I've been just, so I'm just, I've gotten to the point. I'm like, I am just so over it. I am just so over it. And all I know how to do is sit here and, you know, when I don't even want to talk on the phone to anybody because I'm just getting, every little thing has annoyed me. It's like, because I'm so fatigued in my mind and spirit, I'm just like, I, I want to be left alone. It's gotten to that point, and I started becoming discouraged. And there were days I, like I said, I just worshipped, and there was a day I think I crawled, I curled up in a little ball, and I cried, I wept to the Lord, and I said, "Lord, this has to stop." I said, "Because if I'm going through this, I know others are going through it, and they need a message. I cannot keep dealing with this." And He said, "Be patient and wait for me." That's what I heard in my spirit: "Be patient and wait for me." And so it is a matter of waiting, because if you look at Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, it says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. And, you know, the fainting, <laughs> that's interesting. It's like I said one day, I think I was just laying here crawled up in a ball because I just felt so weak and tired. And I was like, I just don't even know what to do. I'm at a loss as to what to say. Because, you know, it's about to get 10 times worse, not in the attacks per se, although we're going to have to continuously deal with those. You know, anybody who's a Christian in the true walk with Christ is going to have to deal with these from time to time. They come and they go. I'm, I'm lucky, you know, in ministry having one or two good days a week. You would think that I'm sitting here in joy and it's like, not always. I wait on the Lord and I'm praying that he's returning for his people because I don't know how much more, once this all gets going, that we can all take. I know that we have to endure until the end. I know what the word says about that, but, you know, that's just me being honest right there. Because there's certain days I'm like, Lord, just take me home. Just take me home. So we need to remember that through all of this, we're enduring, we're keeping on the shoes and running the race. And it is a battle. And we have to stay alert and be persistent. Because remember, the devil walks around seeking whom he may devour. And if we're giving in to all these attacks, the fatigue, the discouragement, um, lack, whatever it may be, we have to decree it not. 
You have to say, no, no, I'm not without. No, I'm not tired. I will not put up with this. No. So, you know, I'm going to do the whole armor of God prayer decree. And um, I believe this is needed for what's going on right now. You know, just this is what I'm feeling in my spirit needs to be said. And when I do this decree, and I, I pulled some of these out of my binder, so if I'm reading them and it seems like my voice is a little off, it's because I'm actually looking down, so my mouth may not be angled right at the microphone, but bear with me as the message is more important than uh, the sound quality right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, your word says in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 13 through 18, Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor, so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil, which we are there, guys. Then after the battle... Which we're in a battle, you will be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet. You know, we know that he prepares a better place for us guys, so no matter what's going on here, we need to remember that this is not our final resting place, this is not our final home. You know, what we're going through right now is going to end. This isn't going to last forever. Always remember, it's not going to last forever. And that's what the Lord will tell me sometimes when I'm going through this. He'll get quiet in a lot of times because I'm so frustrated. And when you're not at peace, you can't hear him as clearly. And anybody who is in a solid walk with the Lord and hears from him will tell you that. That's what's so frustrating about the attacks, by the way, is because the enemy knows that by frustrating you and getting you upset, that that's going to take away your ability to hear him. And only when you quiet yourself will you hear him, and he'll give you advice and lead you in what to do. And that's what happened this morning, so that's how I realized what needed to be said. So let's repeat that, verse 16 in Ephesians 6. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. And that's what I was just talking about. Put on salvation as your helmet. And take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Sometimes when I'm tired, I just play like an old game or something. And the other night, I uh, <laughs> dragged out my Super Nintendo and was playing Monopoly. And um, I've had that system since 1991. It's funny because it's so old, you'd think I'm a big kid. Well, I am a big kid at heart, but... You know, um, I wanted to do something to relax. and But while I was playing, I began worshiping the Lord. And I had tears starting to come down my face. I just stopped what I was doing. Again, time stopped, and I've told you all about this before. And I began to intercede. And I was praying in the Spirit, but I was also praying out loud, you know. So, you know, there's truth to that. So the Lord is intervening in my spirit, and he's having me worship him and he's having me intercede even when i think i can't muster up the strength to do it there it is so you see this is why it is important to be in a close walk with him because there's going to be times you're going to feel so worn down and when that happens he's going to intercede he'll help you intercede and that is what happens in my case like I'll just start singing. It'll I'll I'll start hearing worship in my in my spirit, and it, I just start interceding and I start worshiping. I sing and sing about the blood of Jesus, guys. If you you know if you need a song, look up songs about the blood, because when these attacks happen, the enemy can't stand it when we sing about the blood. 
<laughs> and going into Resurrection Sunday, you know, today's Good Friday. You know, when we think about Jesus dying on the cross and he shed his blood to cover our sins, he's already overcome the world. We've already overcome these things. We just, we need to remember that in the moment where we're feeling so down that we step up and we don't let it get to us. And that's the key. So when you're in a walk with him, and this is why I preach keeping your eyes on the Lord no matter what, then you might go back and even listen to um, my podcast. I think I did it back, I want to say it was back in either September or October. It might have been November. I can't remember now. It's been a while. I did a podcast called The Season of Forbearance. And in that podcast, I talked about many of the things that we would start seeing coming up, like the injustices, the manipulation. And we're seeing a lot of that too. I mean, I was just talking to my good friend Tom the other day, and he said that, you know, a lot of people are seeing this now. It's like there's just manipulation going on, like just a lot of lying, witchcraft. These entities doing this and people who are possessed by these entities, if they don't stop doing this, they're going to burn in hell. You know, it's written in the word. There is nothing righteous about that. But that is definitely on the prowl right now. I, and somebody might, you know, you guys just heard my friend in Australia. He sent me a video the other day. And there was a man screeching at a policeman because he was being unruly and they were going to arrest him. And he was screeching. He sounded like a woman. Didn't even sound like, actually, didn't even sound like a woman. He sounded like, it sounded like a demon. And then I saw another one from England. And it looked like this woman, she was put in the back of a paddy wagon. You know, that's their form. They have like a different form. We have police cars here in the U.S. and SUVs. But over there, they have what looks like a chamber on the back of a vehicle. That they put people in with the, the doors that close. It almost looks like what you would see them pick up a stray animal here in the U.S. And ironic, because that's how they're trying to treat us, like animals. But this woman, I don't rem it didn't show what she was arrested for, but she started literally growling. She started like, she was just, and it, it, it disturbed me when I saw this video. And I even told my friend, Brother H, I said, don't, please don't send me this stuff. I'm like, I, I don't watch this stuff. It makes me uncomfortable. Because that's exactly what we're up against. I did forward it to Brother Tom. And um, he saw it and he agreed. And I'm like, this is where it's going. And I said, I don't know what's causing this. I said, I don't know if this is people who have taken this jab. Because like I've said for a while, people are getting weird. But the evil is definitely on the rise. And this is why it is important, vitally important, to put on the armor of God right now. So we're going to decree it like this, guys. I just read you the verses from Ephesians 6, verses 13 through 18. In the name of Jesus, I take the complete armor of God to resist the enemy whenever he attacks and stand my ground on the evil day of danger. And having done all to stand firmly in place, I hold my ground. I tie the belt of truth around my waist. Your word, O God, is truth. Father, sanctify me according to your word and remind me through the Holy Spirit of the truth that destroys the lies of sin. You know how I was just saying that um, I was getting tempted and I a few times I was getting annoyed to the point because I was so fatigued already that I'm like, I don't have the words. I can't be taking on everyone's problems. I don't want to argue with anybody over trivial things. You know, and I'm talking about dumb little things. Um, you know, it might sound lame to some, but I listen to music on cassette tapes. It's a hobby I revived behind the scenes. And sometimes I like doing that, you know, because heart goes into when you make a tape or something mix. It's not just instantly available. And that's another thing I'm getting tired of. You know, I mentioned the game earlier. The digital fatigue. Ads, ads, 
ads on everything anymore. I'm so tired of it, guys. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you guys got to be over it. I know. I'm like, that's it. The only thing I'm using the computer for is the podcast in the ministry. Because I am getting so sick and tired every time I go to look up something or I'm trying to research something or listen to something. It's ad bombardment. Half the mail I receive, it's junk. Sell your house. Do this. Do that. For a limited time, it's like, oh, stop, stop, stop. So don't, don't give into it. Don't feed the beast. And that's how I look at it. But what I was getting at was because I have a hobby for tapes and because I've just, you know, decided to revive it. You know, somebody said, well, why don't you just get the MP3s? And why don't you just like, and I told him because I'm getting tired of everything having a fake plastic digital veneer over it and requiring no thought. It requires no heart. It requires no effort. You know, people, I'm noticing this more and more, are reverting back to old ways. They are really getting tired. And I don't have to condone the future, nor do I approve of it. You know, that's a lot of what got us where we are, if you think about it, because we gave in to comfort. We gave in to convenience. And look what happened. Evil is taking over, and bombardment is taking over through all of it. But we have to remember to say focus on the Lord and his word, to continue on in the decree. I'm going to actually start this over. In the name of Jesus, I take the complete armor of God to resist the enemy whenever he attacks and stand my ground on the evil day of danger. And having done all to stand firmly in place, I hold my ground. I tie the belt of truth around my waist. Your word, O God, is truth. Father, sanctify me according to your word and remind me through the Holy Spirit of the truth that destroys the lies of sin. Lord, your word says in Romans 5, verse 1, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. And then you decree it like this. I put on the breastplate of righteousness. I have right standing with God because Jesus Christ is God's wisdom for me, as well as righteousness, holiness, and redemption. My feet are protected in preparation to face the enemy with a firm-footed stability and readiness produced by the good news of God's redemption and love for the world. I am justified through faith and have peace with God through Jesus Christ. Lord, your word says in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Did you hear that? So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you are dealing with, no matter any little annoyance, no matter what anybody says or what's going on or how fatigued you are or how lonely you are, remember, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, we are only passing through. This is not our final home. As long as we're doing what's righteous and as long as we realize when we messed up and we repent and we continue in the right way, we're trusting in the Son of God, we're trusting in Jesus, who loved us and gave himself for us for coverage of those sins. He shed his blood for those sins. And it doesn't matter what we're going through because nothing is going to separate us from his love. And so that verse there from Galatians 2, verse 20, in addition to Ephesians 6 that I had read earlier, let's decree it. I take the shield of faith and extend it over myself to extinguish all the fiery darts of the devil. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. 
The life I now live within this body is a result of my faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I put on the helmet of salvation to protect my mind from doubts and self-condemnation. And to bring balance to my life, I focus my mind on God's love and power and will not be led away from the truth. I use the sword of the Spirit, which is alive, active, and powerful, by speaking the word of God as it applies to whatever situation I may face today. I plant God's word deep in my heart, so I will always be ready to cut down lies with His truth. I will continue to pray in the Spirit throughout the day and intercede for all Christians as the Holy Spirit prompts me. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is interceding on my behalf according to my prayers. And um, when I'm done decreeing that, I always close it out with, Thank you, Father, for your complete armor. Surround me with your hedge of protection as I move forward on the spiritual battlefield today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So I'm going to put this decree up on my blog when I post this podcast, so if you guys would like access to it, it'll be there for download. But there's all types of decrees we can do for strength also. Not just what I just read, but let's go through some others. Um, and I have these all by bullet points. I could put, I'm going to, you know what? I don't remember if I have these up. If I don't have them up under my resources tab, I will put it up by the time this podcast goes up because with everything going on right now, we need to be decreeing these every day, guys. We need to realize we do have the sword of the spirit to help us. We cannot take this lying down. We need to muster up the strength. And like I said earlier, when I read that a verse from Isaiah 40, verse 31, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Sometimes you do have to wait, but when you're waiting on the Lord for renewed strength, keep declaring and decreeing. And I'm going to give you some decrees here, and like I said, I'll put this up on my blog as well. And I believe it might already be there, but I'll double check that. I declare and decree the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we don't know how to pray the way we should. But the Spirit himself pleads on our behalf with groanings too deep for words. And the one who searches hearts knows exactly what the Spirit is thinking because his pleadings for God's people accord with God's will. Remember that I said earlier that I was just the other day playing a game in my downtime when I was waiting, I was just feeling so tired, and I began to just worship and I began to intercede but you know in between on other days I've been having many days where I'm like <sighs> and sometimes it's louder than a simple sigh sometimes it's just it's to the point I'm like I don't even Lord I don't even know what to pray today I'm like I am just so exhausted right now that's what that means when you're so tired that it's like a groan in your spirit like you're it's interceding on our behalf the Holy Spirit is interceding on our behalf because God knows our heart he knows what we're thinking he knows what we're going through guys and never forget that, no matter what you're going through, no matter what, he's, he knows already what we're dealing with. So let's move on. I declare God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called in accordance with his purpose, because those whom he knew in advance, he also determined in advance, would be conformed to the pattern of his son. If we're conformed to the pattern of his son, Lord Jesus, we can overcome anything because we are walking with him. Moving on, I declare and decree because God is for us, no one can stand against us. And we decree that God, who gave us his son, will give us everything else too, 
So none are able to bring a charge against God's chosen people, for God is the one who causes them to be considered righteous. I declare and decree nothing, and I said this earlier, I declare and decree nothing is able to separate us from the love of the Lord, not trouble, hardship, persecution, hunger, poverty, danger, or war. Nothing and no one is able to separate us from his love. I decree in all things, we are conquerors through the one who loves us. I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor other heavenly rulers, neither what exists nor what is coming, neither powers above nor powers below, nor any other created thing is able to separate us from the love of God that comes to us through Christ Jesus our Lord. I decree the children of the Most High God will recognize the privilege of announcing to the world the good news of Christ's unfathomable riches and to let everyone see how this secret plan is working out. I declare from the treasures of his glory, he will empower you with inner strength by his spirit so that Christ Jesus may live in your hearts through your trusting, trusting, waiting on him, guys, and that you will be rooted and founded in love so that you, with all God's people, will have strength to grasp the breadth, length, height, and depth of Christ's love. I declare a cleansing and unifying of the people of this land as these decrees go forth. We can go on and say, in the name of King Jesus Christ, empowered and led by the Holy Spirit of God, I dispatch the angelic troops throughout this land and in the spirit realm to deliver these decrees to all, both flesh and spirit. The enemy, the principalities and powers, have no authority to act against these decrees of our King, the Lord God Almighty. Their actions will be of no effect to God's chosen ones, but will be turned back on themselves for destruction. The Lord God Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, we praise your name, for you are true and faithful and just to perform it. In Jesus' holy name I pray, amen. And so like I said, I'll put that up also. And this was one I found online. It was already put together. There's a few in there um, I'm not sure about, and I might edit that. It depends on, you know, say the ones that speak to you. When you decree, you don't always have to do everything verbatim because there's a lot of decrees you can find online that others have created. You could, like I said before, and I've done this show with Glenda and I've done ones on my own. Um, you can take any verse in the Bible and use it how you, it applies to your situation. But let's close out with some prayers here. In addition to the decrees I just uh, gave you. Dear Father God, you are my refuge and my strength. In God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. I thank you that you are always with me and that you help me when I get into trouble. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And that's according to Psalm 46 verse 1. I run to you for help and you fill me with peace. You are the only one who is totally trustworthy. You are great, mighty, and awesome. You will never fail me. With you, I am never alone, and you will never leave me. Please protect me. Protect my mind and my body from the evil in this world today. I trust you to guide me and to be near to me no matter what happens. In you, I have strength and stability. I trust you and your promises. Those promises, guys, are that, those words I just decreed. Thank you, Lord. In the powerful name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And one more. 
And this is the shadow of the almighty prayer. And um, like I said, I, I'm having trouble remembering. I put so many um, resources up. I'm having trouble remembering if I have all these up on my site. But if I don't, I'm going to go ahead and look um, after I finish recording this. And I'll make sure that those are available for downloading and saving. Dear Lord God, today I desire to live fully in your presence. I welcome your Holy Spirit to fill me and to lead me. As I work through my lists and projects, I will seek you above all else recognizing you as my heavenly father. Just as Jesus called out to you in Gethsemane, I too pray that your will be done in my life. Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. And that's according to Mark chapter 14, verse 36. Thank you, Jesus, for your ultimate sacrifice that has forgiven all of my sins and for being my good shepherd today. I pray these words from Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I am in awe of your goodness, Lord. In the almighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So, remember these decrees and speak them out loud and write them on your heart. And this is the importance of writing the word on your heart, because when these instances arise and we are so tired, what's the first thing you do if your his word is written on your heart? You speak them out loud, and you crush the snakes and the serpents under your feet. Psalm 91, people say that for protection. And if you believe it and you decree it, then you're doing it. You do it without thinking. And that's the importance of everything that I have given you today. And no matter what we're facing, I've done it. Like I said, there's days I've been just flat out tired. But the Lord reassures me. He reassures me because his truth, his word, it's written on my heart. And then it's a matter of just waiting for him. You know, sometimes not every day is going to be pleasant. Not every day is going to be, you know, marshmallow fluff and peanut butter sandwiches, you know, or whatever your fancy is on that. You know, there is a lot of sadness right now. We're watching everything fall apart. It's like I said earlier, there's a digital cheap veneer over everything and it I mean, to me, it's just getting tiring and ridiculous. I'm, I'm flat out done. I mean, I'm tired of this world. And maybe that's part of the sadness I'm feeling. And you know what? I, I got to thinking about it also, guys, this morning that, you know, being a good Friday, you know, we're reflecting on the death and resurrection of Jesus. And it's a sad time because when you stop and think about how much he did for us on that cross, and he overcame all of this. He did this all for us. You know, he was he he sacrificed everything and he went he went through all of these trials and temptations while he was here and yet he didn't sin. And so what he's showing us is don't give in to the temptation. Because there were many times he too was abused. Sometimes I'll feel like I'm rejected. Sometimes I feel like I'm isolated, not listened to or not heard. And you know what the Lord has said to me? He said, they didn't listen to me either, son. They didn't listen to his prophets either. He sent his prophets out. He said, warn my people. They didn't listen. And I think for me, that's part of the frustration too. 
you know, when you're trying to lead people, God gave everybody free will, but when you have it in your heart to look out for others and you see them consistently making bad choices or believing in lies and manipulation like I was speaking of earlier, the first thing you want to do is warn them. You know, if you see a pattern, you want to show people. And in this time, I try to relate it to the word as much as I can because we're seeing a lot of that. And the word said that in the end times, people were going to believe what they want to hear. They, they don't want to hear the truth. They want to hear uh, fluff and candy sprinkles over nonsense. And, you know, you got to understand it's sometimes it's a big responsibility to uh, point things out. You know, and these are things that I don't even like to always think about. You know, do you think I want to see people getting hurt? I'm, I'm watching all... These uh, videos, I was looking at them yesterday, and I, you know, it just was breaking my heart seeing people who were lied to by the news, and they took this toxic shot, and now their lives are ruined. Their lives are ruined because many, they were told, and they were warned, and they just threw caution to the wind and did what they were told and believed whatever they were told. We are, you know, I talked about the armor of God earlier, and we're entering a period now where it will not be affordable to not be paying attention. There's going to need to be discernment. There's going to need to be wisdom. And that is the value in knowing God's word, having it written on your heart, not just to decree against the fatigue and, you know, all these attacks, but also to keep your sword sharpened to keep the oil in your lamp so you are not misled. You know, I don't know how many of you uh, venture over to Glinda's blog and look at some of her messages that the Lord's given her, but um, there was one recently and a few of these that actually spoke out. And I might mention these uh, in the judgment podcast we're working on. And that's another thing that episode has been put on hold just because of everything going on right now. And there's other priorities that have taken place, but there is a message called Darkness Rising, and this initially was released on April 11th, 2017. And so in going to what I just was talking about, where you need to be keeping the oil in your lamp and paying attention, um, this message is pertinent, and it really, really spoke to me when I saw this. Darkness is rising in your midst, my children. The enemy is coming out from cover, and soon the attacks you can see will begin in earnest. The time is coming soon when men will fear to stray from their homes for fear of death, likely a new disease. I have told you, seducing spirits will come in this time, and your enemy is the master of seduction. You are looking for a beastly enemy, but he comes more subtly. And if you are not watching, you will not recognize his wiles. That's exactly what I was just saying. He comes to seduce you in every possible way. That's the lies and manipulation. He will lure you into sin. He will lure you into comfort when you should be in the discomfort of the battle. He will lure you into feeling safe when safety cannot be found in the earth but in me. That is exactly, you see, what this spoke to me when I saw it, guys, and I'm not done reading it yet, but I want to just interject here in the middle of this. What this spoke to me when I saw it was people fell for the lies during the whole COVID thing. And now they're being harmed as a result. And it's not pleasant to see it. 
They wanted to believe for the for the normal. They wanted to believe for the comfort. Like if I just stay home, if I just do this, if I just capitulate, if I just do this one more thing, it's always one more thing. And I've said this many, many, many times before. And how many bought that deception? They were fooled. And it's only going to get worse. And as we get closer and closer to when they implement the mark, as we get closer and closer as to when they bring on the Antichrist or launch wars to get that done, I don't know what they're going to do in what order. We know it's coming. We just don't know exactly how they're going to implement it. But this is the point. The discomfort, you should not be in comfort, but in the discomfort of the battle. And guys, we're already in that battle. So, you know, that's all I meant earlier was, you know, do you think I like seeing this stuff and seeing people being hurt? No, because a lot of what I look at, and I even plead it to the Lord, I said, this is so unnecessary. I, I just sit here sometimes and I shake my head. But to go on in this message, he comes quietly now, for he knows you are not looking in the quiet. He knows you are not looking for a voice that calls sweetly and offers comfort. So you do not recognize him. Be on your guards, my little ones, for he comes with great wrath and great hatred for all that is of me. And he appears to offer comfort in a time when there will be no comfort in the earth. All real comfort will be found in me. This is going to be the false deception. That's what this speaks to me. And people who were latching on before or they're looking for political solutions, they may be the first victims of this if they're not careful. And that's exactly why. So now do you see, you know, when I did that podcast on poor choices as strong as it sounded, do you see now why I speak so strongly about walking with the Lord and stop falling for the deceptions that there's no saving political party that's going to come in here and restore everything? I mean, this country has been sold down a river. And for that matter, most of the Western world has been sold down the river. And I've been saying that. You know, the whole world lies in the evil one. The Lord says... Receive him not, for his snare is tight and soon becomes a noose you cannot free yourself from. What does that speak to you when you hear that? And uh, Glenda notes here, in the spirit, I saw a small animal trying to free itself from the steel jaws of a trap as the trapper approached. And the word goes on, you will not recognize the enemy of your souls unless you are watching for the seducer who is calling sweetly to you to ensnare your mortal souls. So think about the caged animal there for a minute, or the small animal trying to flee itself from a you know, steel trap. What could ensnare people and get them trapped where they can't escape? Well, the mark of the beast is one of those things, and certain economies are already in freefall. And so how does all this tie together? How does it all tie together? It ties together because these attacks, though unpleasant, we cannot lose focus. We have to fight, guys. That is why we have to put on that spiritual armor, okay? There's another one, Led Astray, and this was posted on April 5th, 2022. My children will soon face many trials, and many of them will become confused. Confused because their leaders have led them astray, taught them to believe in false gods who bring only blessings. Remember what I was just saying about, you know, being trapped like an animal? Children, do not believe in fairy tales. Whoa. Lord, put that on my spirit strong. 
I am a righteous God, a holy God, and a righteous judge. If you believe the fairy tales taught by men who do not know me, you will be led astray. My word makes it clear that my people do not live without challenges. Indeed, they are faced with challenges at every turn as the enemy of your souls seeks to destroy you daily. Yet, my true people do not face these challenges alone. I am with them, and they walk in my blessings. Cling to my holy word, my children, for in it are the issues of life, your life. And that's what I was saying. You know, and it's interesting that I had the leading to pull this up while I was recording this, because initially I wasn't going to read these messages, but they just came up in spirit while I was recording. And uh, this morning, when I was sitting on my patio having my coffee, I said, Lord, what is, and he said, my son, why are you surprised when I have told you these things are coming, when I have told you? So again, it's all about endurance and strength, keeping on the armor of God, continuing to walk in the ways of our Lord Jesus. It does not matter what else is going on. We need to keep on the helmet of our salvation and use God's word as our weapon. Ladies and gentlemen, that's where I'm going to leave it today. Um, you know, we just got to stand strong, you know, in the evil day of danger and do all we can. And, uh, you know, remain in him. Keep our focus on Jesus. Stay in his word. Remember his promises. Decree his promises. We're not going to be in this predicament forever. Just remember that. No matter what you're going through, remember, we're not going to be in this predicament forever, okay? I just want to assure you of that. And that was the purpose of jumping on here today, even though I didn't know what I was going to talk about. But Lord, thank you for giving me a message to speak today. It is my prayer that this podcast has been a blessing to you. Hang in there, guys, and just realize that everyone is going through something right now. But we're going to get through it. God has a plan, all right? Until next time, Jesus bless you. Take care of yourselves out there.